Welcome to today's episode of the Obsessively Outspoken Podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Remington. I am sitting here today with Miriam, uh, Heather Fury, author of Victim to uh, Victory. We've had plenty of conversations about trauma, and Miriam is here to talk a little bit more about that extensively. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. So can you please tell us what led you to Heather? Yes. So prior to starting to work with Heather, I had been working on correcting my health for the, for seven years, I think, by that time. And I still had residue issues from the health issues I've been dealing with. And I had chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, anxiety, mood swings, adrenal fatigue, you name it. There were so many things that I was dealing with. And I was just done, and I was, um, so I pray a lot, and uh, one week I decided to fast and pray and do a breakthrough prayer, and that week I came across a talk that Heather was having, and it talked about childhood trauma and how it was related to health issues, and I felt that I had to go there. I, I actually heard the voice saying, go. So I attended Heather's talk and learned that unless I got rid of the childhood trauma that was in me, uh, my brain would not be able to fully heal. And if my brain is not fully healed, my body will not heal. And that it was interconnected that the brain had to heal first for the body to heal as well. So that's how I ended up becoming a Heather's client because I realized that all of the health issues I have dealt with for the past three decades of my life were all related to childhood trauma that was still within me that never came out of me. Can you tell me how different Heather program is to other therapeutic programs that are out there? Absolutely. So prior to Heather, prior to starting to work with Heather, I had done a lot of other alternative healing modalities. And so, you know, I read books about healing and I saw other energy healers who performed different models such as Reiki and Psyche K and Emotional Code and Theta Healing. People who are in that field will know what it is. I also changed my diet drastically. I implemented exercise and lifestyle habits that were supposed to lead to health. And then I implemented prayer and meditation. And the other biggest two issues that were of psychological nature I was dealing with was yelling at my children and uh, having a desire to control everything and everyone in my life, which was extremely heavy on me and on people around me. They felt suffocated. And also I was verbally abusive. And a time came in my life when I did not like that part of me anymore. And I, want, I became aware of that part of me, and I wanted to get rid of it, and I couldn't. Again, I read books about it, attended workshops, did talk therapy for years, and 
talk to the other parents and other people who dealt with those issues, how they dealt with it, how they cleared them out of themselves, and and anything that I was doing was not worth working. They would give me temporary relief and temporary impact on my behavior, but it wasn't long-lasting. The behavior would come back. And I was just at a loss at, the point, at that point, so I said, I need to give it a try. And when I started working with Heather, after three months of doing consistent work, I started being... I start seeing big shifts in my behavior. It wasn't controlled anymore. Prior to that, I, I knew it was the right thing to do, and I tried so hard to control my behavior and do the right thing. But after three months of working with Heather, it became a part of me. It just, it just started flowing through me. It wasn't my mind moving me to do it. It was my whole being doing it through me. And I actually start developing even a stronger desire to be as kind as possible, as not only to people around me, but to myself okay. as well. So, and I worked with Heather for nine to 12 months straight, but not only on the issues I came with to work with her, but other things as well, my prosperity minds and, and other things that showed up throughout the work. And after a year of solid work, I became solid. I felt that now full healing happened in my mind, body, and soul, that I could go and start shining my light fully. Based on your experience mm -hmm. with this 9 to 12 month mm -hmm. paradigm shift that you had working with Heather, what would you say to someone who says, well, my childhood trauma is, is back in the, in the past. I'm an adult now, and there's really no reason to go back. I'm old. I can deal with it. Do you think that's a defense mechanism that all human beings have built in, and we just kind of lie to ourselves? Or? Yes. Um, I believe that it's a defense mechanism people create in themselves because feeling the pain is not... A fun thing to do. I I I was just at a point in my life when I had to make a choice. I live with pain for the rest of my life, or I get rid of the pain and live my life to the fullest. And I made this choice to get rid of the pain because I was done dealing with the pain. And that pain was causing so many health issues in me that it wasn't only affecting me, but it was affecting my children. And my love for my babies moved me to do even more, to try even one more thing, because I was like, I'm done trying everything under the sun. And this was the last thing I was going to give a chance, and thank God it worked. And um, so I would say that you have to come to a point where you don't want to deal with the pain anymore. You want to get rid of it and you want to live your life in a way that makes you happy. And uh, it has to be a personal choice. And it's up to them what they want to do. But I can attest that this worked for me and I believe it can work for anybody who commits to doing this work. Because a commitment was a big part of this work.
were you committed at first or were you kind of skeptical and not put in a hundred percent? At the beginning, yeah, of course. I had um, doubts. Okay. As everybody does. And I came in, my ego, my mind fought a lot. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, I'm wasting my money. Why am I doing this? And, but the more I did the work, because I had this practice for the past few years that I give a healer a year. Okay. And if within a year I see a change, the first three months is the trial month for me. But a year, I give a healer, a doctor a year. And if, if they make me feel better within a year, then I stay with them. If they don't, I fire them and move on. That's okay. very generous. A year is very generous. Well, healing takes a long time. Sure. People think, oh, I'll take a pill and I'm fine with it and I will just turn things around in a moment. No. Sure. I had 30 years of hmm. life in me that I had to undo. Do you know what I mean? I started getting abused when I was five years old. Okay. That real abuse started, physical abuse, verbal, emotional. And I was about 38 when I came to Heather, so count like 33 years of living. First of all, being abused and then being abused as a child and being abused in college, being abused in high, in, in my elementary school, being abused by other adults in my life and losing my mom when I'm 22, then losing my sister when I'm 28 all that grief and pain of loss. I mean, it all built up to the point that at certain age, my body was like, I'm done. I don't want to function anymore. I don't want to do anything anymore. I cannot live like this anymore. So I had the choice. I can live my life with all those issues I just listed and basically not live, just exist. But I wanted to live. I wanted to get back to my self where I was happy and enjoying every moment of my life like a kid right. and yeah three months were the trial months but after three months I was sold completely do you remember the moment within the three month period where you said aha Oh, yes, I, I remember. Uh, so I started working with Heather in June of 2018, and it was August. And uh, we started with childhood trauma, okay. um, brain healing protocol. And I was home with my children for two months straight at that point. And one of the biggest complaints they had, I couldn't stop yelling at them. Hmm. And it was the first summer when they said, Mom, you did not yell at us, do you know that? And that was my victory. I was like, you guys are right. I've been so calm and talking to you in a nice way. That's when it clicked in my brain that, crap, this is working. Like, this is really working. I need to continue. And yeah, um, it, it, and then in September, uh, we moved on to a different brain healing protocol because I had a lot of issues I need to go through. Well, I'm so happy that you're in a much better place and um, I'm excited to see what continues to happen. So am I. I am super, super excited about 
what this new year is going to bring. It was Heather Ferry and Miriam. And the question that I have for you, Heather, is what was it like working with someone who resembled your abuser? Well, when I first met Miriam, she was a ball of energy and she was extremely passionate. So I was very drawn to that. The energy and passion was fragmented and a little unbalanced. And the first couple sessions, I was just trying to sort of take her in and process her. I remember feeling uncomfortable when she would come to sessions. Uh, and I realized about after the third or fourth session that she didn't quite understand my way of working because we weren't, we weren't going to talk about things. I was going to give her meditations and finger patterns and tongue placements, and she was confused about that. And she wanted to control the sessions, which is exactly how my mother was growing up, my abuser. She controlled everything I did. She questioned everything I did. I couldn't think for myself. Um, and so it was probably around three or four sessions in that I started to realize she had similar narcissistic characteristics. And... Um, it was difficult. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> at first, you know, it was, it was difficult at first, and um, it forced me to. There was two things going on. I admired Miriam because she was coming to me. Okay. I uh, admired her ability to acknowledge that she was being verbally abusive to her kids and her husband. I thought that took an incredible amount of courage and I felt her heart. So I was definitely like, there was a part of me that warmed up and loved her. And then there was a part of me that she's driving me crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was like both of those that kept us kind of in this game of fair, you know, counseling and healing. And it was so I would leave, and because there was sort of a deep spiritual connection between us, I would have to reflect on things. So there was a growth happening for me having her as a client. And I think if it, she had come to me a couple years beforehand, I might have said, oh, I don't want anything to do with you. I wasn't ready for it, and I would have like just like been done with it. But because I think I had done enough of my own healing work, as an individual, I was ready to face what I needed to face. And I will say, one of the biggest challenges, and I don't know if Mary realizes this at the time, is I had to call her on some things and really be firm. And almost like I had to think to myself, okay, if she doesn't like admit or recognize where we're going with this, then I'm going to let it grow as a client, let her go, because I'm not here for the paycheck. And that was taught me a lot of things, taught me about my integrity, that I'm not just showing up for a paycheck, that I'm showing up because I care about you and I want to see results. And I want to see you accountable. And I don't want you to put your crap on me, which is what my mom used to do. All her crap was on me. And so I had to learn boundaries. Um, and I will say this at the end of the day, hardworking, disciplined student. Uh, taught me some things about scripture and God within myself has taught me a lot about my gifts and you know saying that she she was uh, resembled or had similarities to my abuser was both you know we would say the dark side you know my mom comes from a lineage of abuse but my mom had a lot of light 
My mom had so much potential. And if my mom had just known about these sciences, kundalini brain protocols, electrolytes, reduced water, if she had just known about them and had this been in her time period and she had committed the way Miriam had, wow. So, yeah. Now, Miriam, were you aware of being controlling or were you not cognizant of mimicking that same behavior that you inherited from not at all at the beginning. Okay. I had no idea that I was being pushy and controlling and trying to orchestrate the whole session. I had no idea. And then um, after a few sessions, I reached out to Heather and sent her an email and explained to her what was going on. Okay. And I said, well, this, this, this. And she sent it a very honest email back <laughs> to me, which I appreciate it and I do appreciate I, pre, I appreciate honesty right. I would rather hear a bit of truth into my face that will slap me than walk around in denial and walk around hearing lies and people smiling at my face and then you know talking crap Absolutely. about me behind so, so she you know confronted me and um what I loved about the way she confronted me, it was full of love. It was tough, but it also had love in it. Like you could feel that she cared about me. That's why she was doing it. And uh, it wasn't about the words. You could feel the energy of love. And then she led me to her other client, Jan. And we had a talk. And Jan basically showed me that it wasn't Heather leading the session. It was God through Heather leading the session. And if I allowed that energy, that love to lead the session and stay out of it, mm -hmm. that I would receive the healing God wants to give me. So once he explained that to me, <laughs> my mind opened up and I started just praying before every session, God, please help me trust and give me peace and help me surrender. And and then after that was just a dance. And and that's a really beautiful note because what a lot of people don't understand is I'm an intuitive. I I you know, I if you read my book Victim to Victory, I'm alive because of my intuition, not because of known information. And so when somebody comes to I am very prepared. When, when Miriam came, the childhood brain protocol is very specific. It has PubMed research. There's five, 15 steps to it. So we're going to go through each step. But in the process of doing the rewiring, I'm getting downloads. And, and if you don't know what that means, that's okay. But I'm getting information. A lot of people after their first couple sessions have spiritual um, experiences with me. Even if I don't tell them I'm a healer or I, I have a direct link to Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit, they just start to, but, but when she started to allow me to just be, then I was able to help and channel the right questions and get her to bring out the right things that we had to address because I'm really trying to stay open to know because the source is working through me. Did you feel that energy? I felt a big energy shift once I gave in. Okay. Once I said, God, here I am, take me and do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> and 
yes, I felt a big energy shift and I realized that I wasn't allowing that energy to come in and heal me. That was a big shift. Like I started feeling the wave, the wave. When you come into contact with Heather, you literally feel the wave of energy just entering you and going through every single cell of your body. And after spending even just half an hour with her, you come out as a new person. You just come out and you feel this surge of energy. There were times when I would come so exhausted to her because I have two children and a business to run and home to take care of, and a husband to care, you know, take care of. And I would feel energized after the session. And once that shift happened in my mind that I'm not allowing the energy to come in and heal and I choose now to let the energy come in and heal me, I started every session was a magical session. Every session brought something really cool out. I agree. I can attest to that. Anytime when you and I get together, there is a, a burst of energy. Yeah. I feel empowered. I yeah. feel enlightened. Inspired. I feel inspired. I feel yes. encouraged. Yes. I feel edified in a way that... That's what true healers do. I agree. Yeah. True healers emanate this energy that comes from God. And it's, it's, it's indirect and it's not even intentional. It just happens. I, can, I concur. So any other challenges uh, working with Miriam, knowing that she was she had a lot of similar traits to your mom? When people come to me at first, I don't think it takes them like three or four four sessions to understand how we're going to work. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a teacher at heart, a master teacher. So you're going to have a notebook. You're going to take notes. You're going to have assignments. Do this meditation for 11 minutes, three minutes. And then next week, if you didn't do it, Oh, that's on you. That's not on me. Like I, I'm masterful of putting the formulas together that you need, but you actually have to do the work. The work works. I always tell people. So it's it's really wonderful in that way. And it's also, I think it's it's a foreign thing for people at first because they're so used to talk therapy, unfortunately. And and it's not that they're they're happy about it because they're coming to me after ten or twenty years of talking, and they're like, I'm still having the same problems. But there are also these other healing modules, like even energy work, somebody's putting their hands or massaging you, but this work, you actually have to do. Yes. You actually have to put your fingers in a pattern and focus on your breath pattern. So you have to know, like you have to get in touch with you and it's a whole other schooling is what I'm yes. saying. And I'm really proud of the way I go about it because I think it empowers people. Yeah. Yogi Bhajit, who's one of my teachers says, if you can teach one person to be 10 times better than you or higher than you as a teacher than you've accomplished anything. Well, I have somebody coming in February that I'm teaching as a teacher and I'm hoping that, that she may be one of those people that I start to really, cause she's going to go into to doing this work. But, um, but that's something to keep in mind because I'll, and I also have to say if people come after three or four sessions and they just, I've had people say, can't you just, cause I'm intuitive. Can't you just psychically tell me what the future is going to hold? No. I'm going to teach you how to intuitively trust what you need so you're not dependent on a psychic or astrologer, you know. And then can't you just, can't you just put your hand, like Jesus is on, oh, my hands aren't always going to heal you if there's a psychology or a lesson that you have to learn. We have to take action. Karma is created by action, cause, laws, and effect. So
So it's like really holding responsibility for your choices, your voice, your life, your actions, everything you do every day. And so, and one of the other things that just came up, Miriam was always late in the beginning of her sessions. <laughs> and I felt, and that tells me a lot. I mean, if you read my book, I've been trained by master teachers. I was in a lot of different professions. When you're late, it's a form of disrespect. She was late for other people. It's a form of disrespect. You have to energetically own that. You have to understand it. And you have to understand what are you sending out to somebody else. It's all these little details that I observe when they don't even know I'm observing it. I had to be here at 1245. Um. She texted me, and I knew it was that because I ran late yesterday. <laughs> So, I, 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 I felt right and I said, I, I, I know. Quite at 1245, but she will be after. So I agree. Yeah. Um, real quick, I think what I hear both of you are saying is that you have to get out of your own way. Yes. I, I think for me, when I got into the accident, someone said, go to the hospital. And I quickly said, no, I'm, I'm going to walk it off. But then that. Like she was talking about compounding. You get into a bad relationship, I'm gonna walk it off. If you get on a job where you're being verbally abused, I'm gonna walk it off. We walk off everything in life. Mm-hmm. And it just compounds and it gets worse and worse and you wonder why. It's because when I'm standing in the hallway, go to the other race. What's the what's the problem? Um, and so I went. But I, I didn't realize it was trauma, like that word trauma, until I told Heather this over and she said, you know, trauma does. Like that word we don't use. Like when my dad left, and that's a bad experience, but I wouldn't call that trauma. But at two years old, that's that's trauma. But I would never think of calling it trauma because trauma to me is a next level to bad experience. That's like the worst thing could ever happen. Well, maybe that is. Yeah, we don't take it seriously enough in this society. And and another thing I would like to mention is that with, with car accidents being traumatic experience. Um, I will bring my own experience uh, when I got into that really bad accident where I called Heather. I, I got into an accident on Monday. On Tuesday, I had to get into a car again and drive somewhere. And it was my husband's car because mine was totaled. It was not, it wasn't in the shape to drive anymore. Uh, it was that bad. I, but just I came out of it with no even scratch. It was God's grace again. And I, uh, the next day I got into my husband's car. Now I wasn't only worried about driving. I was like, sh- while I was driving, my whole inside was shaking. I was feeling extreme anxiety. My body was like shaking. And also another thing is that now I was worried not only about driving, but about ruining my, my husband's car now. So I was a ball of anxiety throughout the whole two hours I was in the car that I had to make deliveries and do grocery shopping. And it was so awful that I could not wait for Heather to come and do something. <laughs> oh, Heather, please come. So Wednesday morning, she came and did some healing work that involved major shaking that my legs were going up and down at a lightning speed. I was exhausted after the shaking because it requires a lot of energy to pull trauma out of you. But uh, after resting, I had to go and pick up my children to take to their, to their Russian language class. And, and I could feel 50% better. Mm. 
like now I was driving and I wasn't jumping at every stop anymore. And then I saw her uh, in the second session, I don't remember what day. And after the second session, it was like 80% better. And after she taught me how to do it, and I did it one more time at home on my own, like I got into a car and I felt like as if the accident never happened. The memory was clearly, like it, it's so tangible. The memory was clearly out of my brain and my whole body felt calm again. And I was like, all right, I'm not scared anymore. And my husband's like, I wish you were. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he wants me to be careful. But I want to be careful without being constantly anxious about driving. And I think she's describing because at this point in her journey, she's training her brain in a very specific scientific way. She's drinking an, a candy water, electrolyzed reduced water, candy water. Most people who don't have that education and awareness, they grab the caffeine, they grab the sugar. I was a sugar addict, which is really cocaine in the frontal cortex of the brain. They grab pot, they grab drugs, they grab antidepressants, alcohol. and they grab alcohol, and they numb the channel so they think they're fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. But what they don't know is they're creating disease and limitation in the mind and it builds and it builds and it builds and you get this diagnosis and this diagnosis and that's, that's how you go. Yeah. yeah. And another thing I noticed after working with Heather for a year and then now going on my own because she released me, uh, she said, you're good to go and you're now on your own, that my brain continues healing. Mm -hmm. It's, mm -hmm. it's not like done deal. Mm -hmm. My brain is in a process of rewiring itself right now. So it's happening naturally now. I don't have to do certain meditations or I don't have to sit in a room and chant for half an hour. It's happening on a daily basis on its own. My brain on its own is reconstructing itself. Mm. Just and I think partly it's because you're also, because I noticed that too with myself, because I'm still, I'm on a healing journey. We're all on a healing journey. Oh, yeah. And I think it has to do with this particular Japanese medical device I work with that creates seven different types of healing waters, which I call electrolyzed reduced water. As you continue every year to drink that water, things flush out, which you'll hear more about, I'm sure, when you talk to Jan. So. Which is very encouraging and... Um, and, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of therapists want to hold on to their clients. And, and I think that's why talk therapy is not the way to pull trauma out because you constantly reactivate it. Because what your mind hears, that's what your mind does. Hmm. And you're telling yourself the same story over and over and over and over and your mind is like, okay, let's keep this going and let's keep the trauma in. And, and you're just stuck. You're just in this vicious cycle. But now I don't talk about my trauma. It's gone. It's done. <laughs> you know, now I talk about healing. Now I talk about my plans, my goals for the future. And um, so, yeah, I think I don't completely, um, uh, I'm not completely against the talk therapy. I think it can be a beginning part of the healing journey for people to actually become aware of their trauma but then 
I think brain healing protocols have to be done in order to receive full healing from it. Heather, do you have anything to add? Um, no, I think, I think we've, we've uh, said a lot today. <laughs> well, thank you, Heather. Thank you, Miriam. Once again, thank you uh, for joining Obsessively Outspoken. Until next time, enjoy.